Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. People of Earth. And that one dude on the International Space Station who's supposed to be cataloging experiments right now, but who are we kidding? Stephanie never checks the logs. Anyway, the following podcast is not real. We've got a few big conversations to have today. First, Craig, Trisha, I'm calling a staff meeting later to discuss the veritable Whitman sampler of mutinous behaviors you've been considering. Hey, remember me? It's Ro- Robot Arnie up in the space bunker. Wait, I'm not a robot. Why did I say that? You know, sometimes if enough people say something about you, it starts to affect your own perception of yourself. Regardless, I'm poking my head in here real quick to remind everybody that there are Magic Tavern live shows in Indianapolis coming up in August. And to announce that our special guest for the August 3rd show will be Stuart Wellington of the Flophouse. That show's getting kind of close to already selling out. And our special guest for the August 4th show will be Travis McElroy of The Adventure Zone and My Brother, My Brother and Me. And we're working on some other surprises for both shows, but we can't talk about those yet. To get more info and links to buy tickets to both shows, go to hellofromthemagictavern.com and click on the live shows link. And while you're on the website, you can check out our merch, including two new Offices and Bosses t-shirts that look real cool. Real cool. So check out all of that at hellofromthemagictavern.com or to look at the Offices and Bosses t-shirts directly, just go to podswag.com. All right, I'm going to get out of the way and let all the quote-unquote regular stuff happen. Well, now that we've survived that nor'easter of bullet points, screw your attention span to the sticking place and enjoy the show. from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. Well, I'm should your... we still call it that? Uh, well, okay. Uh, you're right, John. Sorry. Uh, hello from outside the Magic Tavern. 
Thank you. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About three years and two months ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still... You're not used to standing, are you? I know. You usually have a nice, comfy stool or a chair. I know. There are no chairs out here. Yeah. It's so much more comforting doing the show inside the tavern yeah. Vermilion Minotaur in the town of Hawks Face a, in the land of Can Thun. I give you a tip? Sure. Bend your knees. If you lock your knees, you're going to pass out. I've been locking my knees all week. I swear week. to you. Don't. You're going to pass okay. out. All right. Whew. Okay. Ah, but see, now my legs are getting tired from bending them. I guess I shouldn't be doing a full-on basketball defensive stance. <laughs> Why don't you just use your floating spell? My floating spell? Yes, look at me. I'm just floating here. I'm as comfortable as could be. That's right. My co-host Usador is just floating. Ah, yay. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Alec. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Huxangis, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmoinius Maystar. Glass Anus. And there may be other secret names. High names of such great power and port that if you were heir to see them writ upon a page, the very page would come to life, form into a paper man, and strangle you to death. And you can just float. The simple floating spell. Yeah, and I'm also... Sorry. I'm also... I'm also joined by my co-host, Chunt, the Talking Badger. Bing bong. How you doing, bud? Great. It feels good, you know, being in a badger form, Mm -hmm. in a badger state. It's great to be outdoors, you know, to like really soak up the sun, to be... To be connected with nature, and, and in nature, Arnie, you never know what you're going to see. I mean, look look over there. Uh, look, I'll, look. I have to 20... turn. You want me to turn my head all the way over there? Here, I'll turn you. Uh, oh. oh, look! There's there's many many mumbling mice right over there. Wow, many mumbling mice. Mm-hmm. Look many... at that! You don't see that inside the tavern. This no. is nature, my boy. I, you don't see that inside the tavern, although we reference it about once every 30 or 40 episodes. Do we? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I like that song they're singing. It's mighty nice. Mighty nice. Mm-hmm. But, guys, ever since Activia came back and kicked us out of the tavern, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, my whole life has been living in that tavern for the last three well, years. Well, to be fair, Activia Barleyfoot is the rightful owner of the tavern. We never found her father. And, and we now did it's- really... F- Fuck up that tavern over the last couple of years. Well, it's a bit of a mess right now, granted. uh, But uh, now this is, think of it as an opportunity. Whenever the goddesses close a door, they open a window. This is an opportunity for you to get out, accomplish the things you've meant to accomplish for so long, yet have put off for far too long. Yeah, that's right. And I know a lot of listeners have been excited for us to finally get out of the tavern and go out and explore. And now we are finally... 50 feet away from the tavern. Oh, that's Three years progress. later, we're getting shit done. I know. Feels good. At this rate, we'll yeah. be like in in the woods in like five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, every little bit helps, right? I, I, I mean, right now we're in the weeds, but soon we'll be in the yeah, woods. Yeah. But guys, I first of all, I'm going to sit on the grass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't mind. I oh, yeah. Stand Take a load off. Take a load off, Arnie. Uh, the, Why don't you just use your floating spell? I don't have a floating spell. Use it or would you <sighs> float me? Oh, I'm supposed to float you, you and me? Here, Look, I will get a I will get a floating spell, but until I learn one, can you just float me till the weekend? Fine. I'll give you a loner. Okay, thank you. I love my heart and sound from this goal. 
did your t- what? <laughs> it what? worked, but also, it, did your tongue tongue go numb? It's a real guttural spell. No, it's a spell to help you float. Could you? What was that again? I love my heart and summer as a yeah, are you saying I woke up like this? What? No, no. Well, if you want me to do the full version, sure, the, please. Uh, the, this is just floating. If you want to fly, you have to do. I left my heart in San Francisco, and look at me as I fly through the sky. That looks exhausting. <laughs> you, do you have a place to stay right now? I mean, I, I know don't. That... I've been sleeping under these bushes outside the tavern. Oh, fuck, Ernie. I mean, that kid Drew has a mansion over there. That's so far away. No, Drew is not coming back. You sure? Absolutely. I don't know why, Chunt. Stop talking about Drew. <laughs> He's a cool kid. Chunt, I would rather have you on this podcast, right. and there's only so many mics. Or two totally separate people. That's true. Hey, um, speaking about other people, the great thing about being in the tavern is we could just grab some random monster or adventurer to be mm-hmm. a guest on the podcast. But outside, like... Who's going to be on the show? Is this going to be one of those weird ones where it's just us? Oh, no, we can do that as they're coming in or out of the tavern. You know, one of those weird ones where it's just us? You know, one of those weird episodes where it's just us. What the fuck? I mean, they're a little weird. Why are they weird? I feel like we get to catch up. I feel like it's plot driven. (laughs) This is true. Look, I'm not saying they're bad. I love it when my life is plot driven. (laughs) That's true. And That's I think the that there's that, nothing that people like more than being stopped on their way in or out of a place. So if they, if we just say, hey, you're about to go into the tavern or you're just coming out of the tavern, here comes squat with us by this fence. Oh, there's my friend Josh. 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 Hey. <laughs> jo- Josh. Hi. Josh. What are you, you going into the tavern? You're going into the tavern, Josh? Oh, Josh, do you have um, a minute for hello from the Magic Tavern? I'm, you know, I was just actually going to get a drink. It's good. Good to see you Oh, guys. it's 10 a.m. Yeah, it's it was Josh. You gotta get your life together, man. We'll talk about Josh later. Okay. Thanks, bikes. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Josh. Bye, Josh. I guess I shouldn't have said that in front of him. Yeah, I guess so. I don't. I don't. Is there another guest that we could? Oh, oh, Mr. Chauncey. Out of my way! I'm trying to enter the tavern. Uh, what? what? Hello? Uh, Mr. Chauncey. Mr. Chauncey. Mr. Chauncey. Oh, come over here by the fence. Oh, my. Bless my buttons. The, the, the hosts and stars of getting nuts. Yeah, well, it's this is guilty very as charged. Yes. Oh, well, actually, today we're recording that other show that we mentioned to you that isn't as popular. Oh, the spinoff. Yes, the mm-hmm. spinoff. Yes. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Oh, right. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. I oh. can't blame you. Yeah. Hi, I'm Arnie. I'm, uh, a, I'm from yeah. Earth. <laughs> 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 anyway, what a pleasure. Pleasure it is to see you again, Usador and Chanta. How wonderful to run into you. Oh, how wonderful, wonderful to run to into you. you. Can, uh, can I ask you something? Before we get deep in the conversation with you, I just want to make sure I'm, we're respecting your energy, respecting your time. When we say a four-letter word that starts with F and ends with N, yes. is that still an issue? Are you cured? Are we... It's unpredictable, but... It's still a bit of an issue, yes. Okay. What would happen before is, of course, I would go into some sort of, I don't know, a fugue state. Anytime anyone would utter a, a four-letter word beginning with F and ending with N, it would cause me to, well, I had some sort of spell come over me. Not a, not a magical spell, but yes. some sort of terrible physical thing would happen to me where I mm. would just repeat the words fawn and foon over and over again and... Now uh, something happens, but I'm I'm not sure exactly what it is because it's. It, it, I know that I go into some sort of state, and and no one has told me what it is that I do. But from the looks on their faces, it's not good. 
Oh. We should be very careful not to use those words. So we shouldn't say a word like foon. Is he with you? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. He's adjacent. Oh, hey, I'm He's podcast adjacent. Yes. I'm Arnie. Uh, I'm the host of Hello from the Magic Tavern. What a, what one a of the hosts. One of the hosts of the weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. Oh, I see. Yes. Uh, you saw it, and Chant did tell me about this uh, spinoff yeah. podcast that you do, and uh, uh, very nice to meet you. Uh, I, 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 I heard about you when I guested on the, I believe it was the 2,000th episode mm, of Kitten. 2,000 episodes? Yes. We're up wow. to 4,000 now. Are you willing to come back for 10,000? We should get there in about mm, a month or so. Oh, I would love to. Yes, I would love that to. Would be Wonderful. Great. Have to come up with some new stories. <laughs> well, that won't be a problem for you, Mr. Trotsy. You're always a delight. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You're a bit of a troubadour. Yes. Uh, I must admit, we're in a bit of a fix today. Uh, uh, we've been kicked out of the tavern, and we're looking for someone oh, to join dear. us as a guest on the spin off podcast. And we were hoping that perhaps you'd uh, speak to us for a few moments since you all. Oh, it's so delightful and has wonderful stories to share. I, I don't know how that would work. Me inside the tavern and you outside the tavern. Me in there comfortable enjoying a mead and you out here just, I guess, talking me through the window? Yes, I see your point. Uh, what we had in mind was that you could stay out here with us for but a while. Just out, yeah. out here by this bush. Here in the elements. I Look at the sky with that gray cloud coming in. It's yes, I was trying to get away from it by oh. going into the tavern. Ah, I see, I see, I see. Uh, Usador could do a floating spell. Ooh. If you've ever wanted to float. Yes, see, look of how I... Of course I've wanted to float. Oh, you've never floated before. Take a load off my hooves. Here you go. <laughs> I love my heart as ever as go. Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, right? This feels oh, good, right? My. It's great. It's just like sitting. I well, mean, then if... I suppose I could I could stay here for a little bit oh, and uh, chat with you fellows. Oh, yeah, that right. would be me. As Foon's premier raconteur, it would be our pleasure. And That's me, Foon's premier raconteur. And if I'm the only one not floating, I mean, all right, already. Do you want to float? I'll float, yeah. Please okay. float with us, yeah. Here we I go. love my heart and I'm a little. <laughs> Look, I'm floating. Wow. Oh, I wish my grandpa could see me now. Just floating away. Just up? Just going up, up, mm -hmm. up? Up, 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 up. Oh, this is delightful. Why would it mean so much to your grandfather to see you floating? Because he's dead. And um, I think <laughs> if he, he were able to see me do anything, it would be very impactful and meaningful. Oh, uh, I see. Does well, that make sense? That makes sense. I, I guess I, I took from it that he'd always wanted to see you float mm. and didn't get a chance to. But no. you're saying it's just something he would probably enjoy. I, I feel like anybody dead would, you know, anybody who yeah. kicked the bucket would like to see. So at any moment, you're like, hey, I just ate a sandwich. Ah, my grandpa would love to see that. <laughs> yep. Well, I find that most ghosts I communicate with, they feel pity for the living, for not being able to float. Mm, they look really. down on us and they say, they can't float through the sky. It's very sad. Well, now we're just as good as any ghost. That's right. But, Finally. But we can eat a sandwich. That's a good point, Arnold. <laughs> just saying, ghosts aren't better than us. Well, I don't know if that's we're true. We're better than ghosts. How we dare you? We have achieved the power of float. But ghosts have yet to consume a sandwich. Well, someday in a perfectly just world, a ghost will be able to eat a sandwich right next to their counterparts of devils and, and demons and such that yes. are allowed to consume whatever they want. Someday I shall fight for this equality and I shall make a sandwich so spectral that even a ghost can eat it. That's my goal in life. So you would make a ghost sandwich? Well, yes, I would make a sandwich appropriate for a ghost to eat. But well, then it would be a sandwich that no uh, um, mortal creature could eat. Well, I suppose that's also true. Then wouldn't that be a bit gauche? 
That would be a bit gauche. Oh, man. Now I really want to eat a ghost sandwich. Maybe you already have. (laughs) I've been eating ghost sandwiches the whole time. We might all be eating ghost sandwiches right now for all we know. Yes. Ghosts often come up to us when they're invisible and they just shove whatever they want to in our mouths. <laughs> no. Like sandwiches and little this snacks. This changes a lot. Let's just hope it's. This really retcons the what show. Else, what else would it be? <laughs> Turkish Delight. Turkish oh, Delight. Oh, often, yes, yes. Speaking of Turkish Delight, mm. uh, Arnie, you don't know this, but uh, Mr. Chauncey is from the north. Um, oh, yes. He's from a town called uh, Portalia. 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 I was yes. thinking Portillo's, but it's Portalia. <laughs> oh. He's uh, one of the guardians of that area. <laughs> oh, it's true, although I'm sort of retired now. That's right. Yes, oh, yes, yes. wow. Yeah, you know, on this podcast, we kind of interview our guests and things. So, Mr. Chauncey, for our, our listeners who have never listened to Getting Nuts, like, you're a... <laughs> what? I, I don't think that's I an can't issue. can't even imagine. What? This podcast that you're on now is very popular on Earth. Well, it's, reason- <laughs> it's reasonably popular on Earth. If you say so. So you're a fancy little fawn? I am a fancy little fawn. This seems a bit As you can see, my waistcoat, my cravat that I'm wearing. It's Where do you get this fancy clothes? Like, most of the people I see around Foon just look like shit. Well, I... <laughs> Burlap sacks. Yeah. Yeah. What? I can say that because I'm not talking about you. Like, you look, I can say that other people look like shit when I'm using it to compliment how great you look. I I accept the compliment, of course. I I compare myself to the others all the time. (laughs) But I I look at myself and then I look at them and they have ridiculous shapeless sacks and I think, Mm. not bad, Mr. Chauncey, not bad. Looking good. (laughs) I, of course, have a. I have a, a, a fabricator of uh, clothing for me, a, a tailor of mm-hmm. sorts, uh, uh, a gentleman uh, who, who makes my clothing and charges me very little in the way of remuneration. Oh. Wow. For this you... bespoke uh, wardrobe? Yes, yes. Wow. His name is Ross. How does he do it so affordably? I, I don't know. I, I, he's got his ways, but uh, he's a wizard when it comes to uh, uh, clothing. I'm not not a literal wizard. Mm. I mean, he doesn't. He makes the clothing by hand. He Understood. It's not spell cast. Damn, I get yes. things like that. Yes, I, I, I meant that he's just very good at it. Yeah. But he is. He, he's so uh, talented and so nimble that he's able to dress you for less. Yes, yes. he dresses me for less. That's wonderful. Yes. Oh. I get most but, of my clothes from the dress barn. What's oh, the dress I've heard barn? that barn is haunted. <laughs> You don't know what those ghosts are putting in your mouth. Damn it. (laughs) Or on your body. You may be putting on clothes that you find in this dress barn, but they may be putting on other clothes on top of it that only ghosts can see, and they're laughing at you. You could all be eating ghost sandwiches and wearing ghost clothes right now and have no idea. Guys, all this time, we think we're wearing what we're wearing, but ghosts see us wearing ridiculous ghost outfits. (laughs) We're puppets in their little game. (gasps) I say, we could be... In a ghost building right now. Have any buildings died near the Vermilion Minotaur? Well, I think ten years ago, this very night, a building died. <gasps> oh no, really? I guess this it's very 10 a- night? I guess it's ten a.m. But oh yes, tonight the this old, will be a ten-year anniversary. The old barn behind the Vermilion Minotaur burned to the ground. Oh, so Yay. it wasn't natural causes. No, it was a building murder. Well, here's my question. <laughs> Speaking of... Speaking Did that barn have any unfinished business? Oh, certainly. For it was not the end of the harvesting season, and it did not fulfill its quest to fill itself full of hay and grain. Speaking of, my friend Josh that we just saw go in the building, he burned down years ago. Did he have any unfinished business? 
Perhaps his unfinished business was to not be burned down? <laughs> well, was that the show? Did we do it? <laughs> yep. That was a, I, was on, I was on my way. Episode. Oh, that's right. I know you really. You know what? Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a quick break and we'll try to sneak somebody into the tavern to sneak a drink out for you. And then maybe the, if they could sneak a sandwich or something out for me. Because we've been talking about sandwiches so much. I'd really love a sandwich. Oh, a prank worthy of any naughty ghost. Oh. I have an ale summoning spell, if you want me to just use that. You do? Yes, of course. What happens when you summon the ale? Like, does it just... just flies into my hand? Really? It, yes. In a container or just Oh, yes, loose? in a container. No, no, oh. it's not. I no, don't just, just get, I don't just get not wet. just a cloud of ale. Yes, just splashes me in the face. No, 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 no. It comes in a, in a, in a mug. It's all prepared. It's all ready to go. Do you want me to cast it? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, flag and wagon. <laughs> wow. Here you go. Here's a flagon of mead for you. Oh, look how wonderful. Like your spell. Flagon wagon, flagon wagon, flagon wagon. Here, there's enough for us all. Oh, uh, would you mind? I wouldn't. I'd like to not have mine in a flagon, though. Well, then perhaps you should learn a fucking spell. <laughs> Ooh, he's right. got you there. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll drink it out of a flagon. All right. Hey, we'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. You know what? I've got to say... I'm just floating here, drinking a flagon, feeling pretty good. No, oh, this is wonderful. I agree, Barney. This is the it, way it, it should it, be. It's Barney. <laughs> hey, Barnold. Listen, I am so happy to see you fellows. Oh, well, it's wonderful to see you too, Mr. Trotsky. Well, it's just been, you know, it's. I'm I'm down here because it's been a, been a bit of a time up north. You know. Yes. Uh, last we spoke to you, your your job had just come to an end. Yes, yes. Oh, you're retired. What, what was your what was your job? Oh, my job. Yeah. He but, was a, a, a security guard of sorts. Yes, oh. a, a watchman. I would watch over things. Oh, okay. Yes. Huh. And, uh, always uh, all the normal things you would think. Normal of. things yes. that you wouldn't care about. Oh, boring, dull. Boring. Oh. oh, you know what? You know, this is such a fantastical land. I think it would be great for a change just to hear about a boring job. Tell me more about your really boring job. Uh, again, again, he just, you know, 
Watchmen just kind of watches the Watchmen, but, you know, but, Watchmen yes. watching Watchmen. And if you're asking who watches the Watchmen, it's me. No. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, I would uh, watch. Yeah, that's oh, to make that's... sure that everything was as it should be and as boring as possible. Oh, <laughs> slow down. You're going, it's too detailed. I mean, he, uh, that's, <laughs> yes. every, he's, that's wrapped yeah. up in a bow. That's oh. his job. Uh, but Mr. Chauncey, have you found some new line of work to keep yourself busy? You know, it's difficult because uh, we have to deal with uh, that horrible lion that keeps dying and coming back to life, oh, yes. scaring oh. everyone. And then there's, of course, the formerly beige witch, now a real gray witch. Oh. It's, she's gotten even slushier. Oh, no. Yes. She was a white witch at first. Oh. And then just, uh, you know, time passes. Sure. And she just got a bit dirty. This pink shirt I'm wearing used to be white. What happened? A lot of blood wine. So you didn't wash it with perhaps a, a, a red blouse or something, and then no. the colors ran together. No, it's this just, is just a filthy shirt you wear. This is a very filthy shirt. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't tell people that. Okay, <laughs> I do. It's a strange, strange information to volunteer. Yeah. To be fair, I tried to give him a new shirt for Winter Solstice, and he still wears that damn thing. What? what? Who, t- who refuses a gift at Winter Solstice? I don't, well, well. It's very comforting wearing this old shirt from my world. You know, my wife got it for me and just reminds me of home. Oh, oh you're married? Yeah, I am married. Oh, I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chauncey, have you yes. considered, you haven't said what your new job is, but have you considered the possibility that you have a ghost job? Because my old job burned down after a fashion. Yes. And so, well, wait, so do I still have... My old job as a ghost job? I think you're haunted by the idea of your old job. Yes, I am. I most certainly am, Usador. I thought you were suggesting that ghosts were just running around him all of the time, making it look like he was doing a different job. Oh, like ghosts gave him a package and then waited till he took it somewhere? Exactly. Took it away from him as if he was some sort of strange ghost delivery man? Yeah. I suppose that's possible. I mean, if I were a ghost and I had, like, all of eternity on my hands, I would do that. Yeah. So let me get this straight. So the idea is you're the ghost. You wish this ghost package to be delivered. You put it in the possession of a mortal being. Then you just hope that that being eventually goes to the place where you want your ghost package delivered? It seems ineffective. It but, does. But if you're a ghost, you've got nothing but time yeah. to kill. You're I, not paying for two-day shipping. true. I think yes. it's also possible that the ghosts are just tickled by it looking like we're doing jobs for them. You know, maybe it's almost like photoshopping real life. What is that? Well, on my world, um, there's this very complicated uh, artistic program that you can use uh, to make it look like your friends are, like, jacking animals off. <laughs> what? I, I, uh, I don't know about that. Is it's this awful. its only application? <laughs> it's a, it's well, very specific. That's it so far. I mean, I think there might be other applications that are, aren't used very often. You see, Earth is a very strange realm. Uh, not that you would know anything about it or uh, met anyone from Earth. No, I wouldn't. Earth was the name of it, did Yes, you that's say? right, yes. Mm, what a strange name that I've never heard before. <laughs> yes, very mm. weird. Uh, uh, but Arnold uh, has many technological devices and, and magic uh, programs here. You see on his laptop, oh. uh, this device. But what is that? It is, a, it, it is a type of, dare I say, portal into Earth. Oh, Here, let yeah. me show you Final you Cut Pro. You guys are all like... <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I was going to show him Final Cut Pro. Oh, oh Chunt's been teaching himself Final Cut Pro. Did you I, know that? I've had Final Cut Pro on my computer for a long time because you know what? Someday I'm going to make a movie. I've not been able to make heads or tails. I've out been of making it. a documentary about the tavern. You have? Yeah. Well, that's over think- now. Well, that's true. Let me here. Let me delete. Take it to this little trash can and. Goodbye. What? That's how the trash can works? What a no. delightful noise. <laughs> it's like a crunching. It's like a nice little crunching. It's like a crunching, yeah. yes. Well, uh, anyway, I, I, my job before I thought was very important, and now I'm, I'm, a, bit, I'm a bit embarrassed to tell you that my, the job that I have now is it's ignominious. It's not important at all. Oh, I'm certain that isn't true. Uh, you are a, a wonderful uh, fawn with many talents, and I'm sure however you're applying those talents is worthy of your time. Well, I, I clean the privies. Uh, no. mm, of, right. of all of the Northern Territory. Oh, uh, all it's it's a lot. There's a lot of ogres up there, too. Tell me about it. <laughs> you're right, and you store's wrong. That's a beneath you. Job. It is. Yeah, Mr. you can tell. I, I'm a gentleman. Exactly. Well, I shouldn't be cleaning such terrible places. You're too. Def- you're def- too fancy for privies. I'm fancy. I'm a fancy little fawn. You, you're so well mannered. You're so well coiffed. You, you have such an articulate way of speaking. I mean, surely there's some other job that could benefit from from all your uh, talents. I, I mean, I applied for many positions of employment and. Was turned down at every one. I think. I think someone has it in for me, and I think someone was sabotaging my chances. Hmm. Is it possible there's just something you're saying and not realizing that is making it so you can't get these jobs? Because I feel like I see you walk into a job interview, and I'm like, "What a fancy little fawn! You're hired." Well, well, uh, let's figure this out because okay. perhaps you're onto something. What if we? Uh, Play the roles oh, of, sure. of an interview for employment. Oh, I'll, if, I'll play myself. Okay. If we were to feign the interview? What's that? <laughs> is that a four letter word? No. It isn't. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a G snuck in there somewhere. He <laughs> certainly did. Ooh, G for ghost. What if ghosts are putting extra letters in our words? Oh, Ooh, wouldn't that be fun with two U's? <laughs> Does it ever shift over one? I, I can say farm safely. Yes, that doesn't affect you at all. No, not at all. Oh, that's good. Well, just making sure. Can it be a made-up word? <laughs> like what? Like farn. Ah, you piece of shit! Uh, I'll kill you! His eyes turned blood red. Oh. Are you all right, Mr. Chelsea? What happened? Oh, you just you passed out for a moment, and you you screamed at us, and your eyes turned blood red. Guys, no. guys, guys! I think that's it. I think I think he's applying for jobs at places with farn in the title. Yeah! <laughs> you motherfucker! I'll tear you fucking head off, Mr. Chelsea. Mr. Chelsea. Oh, Mr. Chelsea. Oh. What? Oh, my word. What happened? Uh, it happened again. Uh, we said one of the F words with the N at the end. And then you you turned into a beastly version of yourself. Oh, no. Tell me that didn't happen. I'm Mr. Chauncey. I know. I'm a fancy little fawn. You are such a fancy little fawn. Oh, I hate God. to see you in such a state. <laughs> I shall commit part of my time and my wizardly knowledge to curing Mr. Chauncey. I shall find a way to set him free of this curse. We do have a lot on our plate right now. <laughs> we, I'm just we, we do. To We've be honest, we have a on lot on our plate. plate. But, but Mr. Chauncey's been a good friend. He's, you know, he didn't have to be on the show. He was walking by, you know. That's true. That's true. He's helping us out. I mean, look, we're just floating in the front of the Vermilion Minotaur. I mean, yeah. this isn't like us. So let's do him a solid, huh? 
Mr. Chauncey? Yes. Would you mind for a moment if I put a uh, sphere of isolation around your face? Well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> just just my face? No, well, your, no, your whole head. Oh, okay, because that's where his ears are. Yes, yes, yes. I, we just need to have a private conversation for just one moment. Oh, I understand. Can I sneak my, my flagon of mead in Absolutely. there? Absolutely. I'll make it big enough for you to I'll get your flagon in I'll there. I'll hold it up there, and then you do the thing. Okay. Karath Green, I'll from Chuck. Yeah, it occurs to me that Mr. Chauncey could be one of the substitute mayors of Hogsface. Mm-hmm. We have the mayor sash. Uh-huh. It'd look great over his vest. Oh, yeah. Sure. And we each spend a week, a month, being the mayor of Hogsface, but we're so busy with, as you said, mm-hmm. we have so many things on our plate. And then, of course, the fourth in our quadumvirate of mayors is, of course, Mayor Manana, the little sentient banana who doesn't speak. <laughs> but... What if Mr. Chauncey took a week as well? I think he'd look great in that sash. I mean, look, he would look great in that sash. I think it'd help him get his dignity back. That's I true. Mean, let's, I mean, also, he's clearly old money. Like, let's get him. We could give him, like, any job, and it would be better than the one he has right That's now. That's true. But what are the chances that he'll become a politician, and then someone will say a word, and he'll, like, go crazy and act like a monster? When has uh, that ever happened? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, well, I mean, look, I feel like we could get him any better job, but if you guys want to go straight to mayor... Yes, fine. janitor to mayor. Okay. Also, real quick, how do you spell fame? Is that... Why was I F-E-I-G-N. Thinking? Oh, I don't know what I was right? thinking. I thought there was a fame that was F-E-I-N. Is it a homonym? I mean... Maybe you're thinking of Mitchell Fane, but that doesn't mean anything. That's who it was. That's who it was. That just means a few... You're telling me about Mitchell Fane. Yeah. Let me remove this sphere of isolation. Brat, <laughs> you Oh. Oh. Forgive me. I feel, I feel the need has gone to my head, and now I'm feeling sorry for myself because I've fallen so far from my previous position as the guardian of the poor, poor, poor knights of oh. Portalia, the nighttime. <laughs> and now to be just a... A janitor cleaning up ogre shit. <laughs> what a terrible fate that has befallen me. Oh, I think Mr. Chauncey might have a drinking problem. <laughs> that seems like a lot. <laughs> well, he was just drinking by himself. Yeah, was it a... <laughs> to be fair... what happened. To be fair, I put him in a sphere of isolation. Who's this guy again? <laughs> That's Barney. It's Barnold. I've been saying Arnie this whole time. <laughs> No, it's Ar- it's Arnie. It's Arnie. Oh, all right. Well, you will forgive me for indulging myself in a little bit of self-pity because sure. I'm sad. I've had a change of life that's not been very kind to me. Mr. Chauncey, hmm? we have a life-changing opportunity to offer you. What? Worse than cleaning toilets? No, far better. Oh, I like the sound of this, then. Yes. Please tell me more. Here in Hog's Face... All you do is take the sash and put it on, and then you're the mayor. The mayor? That's correct. Well, well, that sounds grand. Mr. Chauncey. Yes? Would you like to be one of the many mayors of Hogsface? If chosen, I will run. If elected, I will serve. The answer is yes. Well, you don't even have to run. And no one's going to elect you. You just have to put on the sash. Oh, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. Well, please, uh, where is the sash? Let me put it on. Uh, has anyone seen Mayor Manana? I think, I think the it. sash is still inside the tavern. Oh, no. Hmm. Let me think for a moment. Do I have a sash summoning spell? Surely I can devise one. I mean, but I in a moment's time. Yeah, I could, really. 
He's going to be thinking about this for a while. He's going to be so easy for you to just get back very quickly. Well, let me pop your bubble here and then. Oh, stop floating. So I should just run it. Yeah, just grab it and then come back. There I go. Clippity clop. How are you doing, big guy? I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm tired of sleeping under these bushes. What are you still doing out there? I thought I told you 50 feet. I'll run this place now. Well, stay stay at my hovel. I have a hovel. Would you mind? I feel no, so bad. No, you stayed there before. Would I, I mind? No, but it's like I moved out and yeah. I kind of got myself together. No, I still And now, like, to come back, it's like... No. I still have a... I have a cut. Oh, but that, oh, oh, well, Activia. Is this the sash? Yes, that is. It seems like Activia was yelling at you in When's there. When's the last time any of you took a shower? I can smell it in there. here, and this place smells like piss. Why can I smell you above piss? She's angry. She's very angry. Yeah. You sure we got the we got the sash? What? What? what, what, what? Oh, here. Uh, oh, whoa. Your spell worked. Oh, I didn't even try that hard. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, how does it work? Do, do, does one of you put it upon me, or do I put it upon myself? Here, I shall place it over your shoulder. Can there be like a little ceremony? Or? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Oh, yeah, you know. Also, let me, um, I'm going to turn on your laptop camera. I'm going to make a new documentary about uh, the new mayor. Oh. Uh, uh, is there any music you can play on there? Uh, let's see. Make sure it's, it's free use. There you go. Oh my, this is wonderful. Mm. The music is playing for the ceremony and you're mm. going to document this, you say? Y- if it's all right with you. Well, of course it is. Uh, this is wonderful. Well, what do I do? Mr. Chauncey, repeat after me. Mm-hmm. Do you swear to uphold the laws of Hogsface? Do you swear to uphold the laws of Hogsface? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are, this is are good you because this will be... <laughs> This is a good inauguration for both of you at the same time. Yes, we're, uh, we're, we're inaugurating both? each oh, other. All right, then. Yes. Uh, pray, continue. Uh, do you swear to uphold the laws of Hogsface? Do you swear to uphold the laws of Hogsface? Yes, insert my name, I do. Yes, I insert my name, I do. I now declare thee. I now declare thee. Mayor of Hogsface. Mayor of Hogsface. You may kiss the bride. You may kiss the bride. Here is your sash. Oh, this is wonderful. Wow. <laughs> oh, my word. You... You gentlemen, you've made me so very happy. This is so much nicer than cleaning privies. Yeah, and you're going to make a great mayor. You're just such a fancy fawn. Oh, what do I? What are my responsibilities? Well, you have to run uh, town hall meetings where uh, the people of Hogsface come and they oh right they they state their displeasure at a certain number of things, and then you propose legislation to perhaps respond to those uh, those inquiries and uh, complaints. But it's largely bullshit. <laughs> yes! Oh, right. Yeah. Well, here, also, I forgot to give you this giant pair of scissors. <gasps> oh, a giant pair of ceremonial scissors. Yes. No, they're not ceremonial. They're oh, not I, with I, the... I actually have to do work with these? <laughs> yes, these, these of are the scissors. of hedges and... <laughs> this is the only pair of scissors what? that the town of Hollis faces. yard work? A lot of circumcisions and... Is there a smaller pair of scissors for the <laughs> circumcisions? Or how big are these people that are getting the circumcision? A lot of ogres. Lot fairies, of ogres, yeah. yeah. Ugh, ogres. Why are there so many ogres? And why are they so religious? <laughs> I, that's a good question. I've always wondered that myself. I, I've never been able to come up with well, a good answer. Well, hopefully, I mean, hopefully this is not too large of a task to place upon your shoulders because I'd hate to feel like we're tricking you into work, much like, Arnie, you were telling us about that guy on Earth who used to trick people into work. His name was Huckleberry Finn? Yeah, Huckleberry uh, Finn. Uh, F-I-N-N. Uh, uh, 
I'll fucking tear your eyes out, you piece of shit. Wait till I get all of you. Oh, oh, I got it all on. on no, John. <laughs> Oh, Did you no. document this? Oh, man. footage of this This now. is going to be such a oh, dynamic no. documentary. No. This, this oh, my God. I'm ruined. I'm <laughs> ruined. I've only been in office for 30 seconds. Mr. Chauncey, I've been thinking about this problem, and I think there might be one solution. What is it? Have you considered being mad all of the time? <laughs> so then, when I wanted to, I could go into that fugue state. Yes. I could control so, it. Sort of own it, yes. So if I'm just constantly thinking... How much I despise everyone yes. and want to rip their eyeballs out and tear their heads off and mm. strangle them. Exactly. Then I wouldn't need to go into the, the fugue state mm-hmm. uh, so often. I could go into it when I chose. It almost makes sense. I think it's a banner move. The old expression. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Mayor, I guess. Oh, I like the sound yeah. of that. Mayor, Mr. Chauncey. May, what? Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor Chauncey, Chauncey, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Chauncey Mayor. Wait, Mr. Your, your, your name's not. He just keeps writing it over and over and curses Mr. on his notebook there. Chauncey I think his Mayor. full name is Mr. Mr. David Mr. Chauncey Jr. Oh, that is true. My full name is Mr. David. <laughs> My full name is Mr. David Chauncey Jr. Oh, oh, okay. Mayor, Mr. David Chauncey Jr. Beautiful. Oh well, okay. That's I can't remember that. You can't remember that? You've already committed to not being able to remember it. <laughs> I just know I can't. Give yourself a this, day, sleep give on it? Give it a try. Give it a try. Mr. Nope. <laughs> Wait, right, right out of the gate. This is par for the course. Arnie, look at this ash. What does this ash say? Mayor. Great. Right. Now follow that up with what you're going to say. Mayor. Oh. Can't remember oh. that. Let's read an email. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have an email here. You can always email me at chunt uh, at gmail.com. That's chunt with six T's. Um, this is from Alonso Soriano. Um, hey, guys, I haven't caught up yet, um, but I have a possible solution for the book club, if you still need one. Way back in Season 1, Spintax scoffed at Usador's quest because there always has to be a Dark Lord. And since Usador is Master of Light and Shadow, what if Usador became the new Dark Lord, forcing the current one into early retirement? Just a thought. Keep your spirits up. Some guy in North California. Have you ever thought about becoming the Dark Lord? Absolutely not. Well... If you were the thing we were trying to defeat, I feel like we could defeat you. Well, there was one time I did consider it. Oh, what? Details? Yes. See, these two little halflings came up to me and they said, What if you were the Dark Lord? And I became great and terrible for but a moment. And I did think of the great power coursing through me as I could destroy all of Foon. And then I thought it just seems like a hassle. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, Drill, you didn't do that. Yeah, I am too. I get it. Like on my world, you're hanging out. You're hanging out in a bar, and someone's like, would you rather be able to fly or be invisible? And you think about it for a few minutes, and then you're like, yeah, eventually I'd turn evil, probably. If you could fly? I didn't follow that line of logic either. Yeah, even if I could fly. I think if I had any sort of uh, superpowers. Wait a second. But what if I could float? I would become evil. I feel like you'd be modest. You'd say the ability to float would eventually... Corrupt your soul over time. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think it's just the power. Mm. I feel so powerful floating here. May I ask about the the question of invisibility, the power of invisibility? Sure. What is it about that that would lead you to become evil? Well, here's the thing. This is the path that my mind takes. I think, look, I want to use my power for good. 
Uh, but also, I'm probably going to have to steal some things just to live. Mm. Like, I don't need to be super rich. But then that's the first step of the corruption. It's like, I'm just going to steal money from bad guys. But eventually, you know, it's just one compromise after another. I feel as if you've skipped a step. Why do you have to steal stuff? <laughs> to fund my crime fighting. Because, look, I'm going to okay, do so have, much good. Yeah, there's a lot of leaps in logic here that I am not. You, you look yes, dizzy. I, you look dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just save this uh, Final Cut Pro documentary under Girls Just Want to Have Fun. I'm Be so very careful with that, because that could destroy his political career. We'll keep it in our back pocket. Bit of an ace up our sleeve, oh, if you know what I mean. Just in case. Mm-hmm. I'm just floating here, thinking about being evil. You look so awkward floating. I know. Yeah, I know. it doesn't suit you. You're, You're not even down. trying to make it so that I can't hear you. You're doing this right in front of me. Oh, yeah. We get this footage. This is like our P tape. What? 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 It's our P P tape. Just, just look. I uh, categorize everything by letter. <laughs> so the last thing I saved on my computer was uh, the O tape. And uh, let me see your O tape. <laughs> Show me your O tape. <laughs> that would ruin me. That would ruin me. I'm sorry. I'm not showing you my O tape. <laughs> I was mostly impressed that you managed to pull out the letter O because I could tell you almost couldn't remember it. You could see. <laughs> you, you could see. On my face, you could probably see me thinking, M. Oh, wait. No, not M. That explains why you turn evil. You've been listening to Hello from Outside the Magic Tavern. Or, as I like to think of it, Save Us Guest Star. Use It or the Blue Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chaunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Mayor Mr. Chauncey the Fancy Fawn was played by special guest Paul F. Tompkins. Paul hosts the Earwolf Improv Podcast, Spontanea Nation, and Freedom plays Mr. Peanut Butter on BoJack Horseman and appears in almost everything. He's the closest thing comedy has to spiders in that he's never more than eight feet away. Find out more at pauleftompkins.com. Oh, Josh, the guy walking by, was played by Earwolf engineer, producer, and friend of the podcast, Josh Richmond, who did not expect to be in this episode. Really, does anyone? Okay, I've set up some chairs for our staff meeting by the airlock so we can at least have a view. Really is a wonderful view. Whoa, the good chairs. Um, is this an important meeting? Here's the thing. I've seen the two of you snooping around the bunker when you think I'm not looking. Define snooping. Your security is very lax. I thought we had established a level of trust, but I guess this is my band of brothers discussion group all over again. You want answers? You want to know why I keep everyone in the dark about the dimensional spectrum? Or how the Burger King portal happened? Well, Ding Dong Brigade, the answer is quite simply that I... Is that... The airlock alarm? How? Seatbelts, Trisha. What? Right now? Oh, I thought this was our plan for way down the road, Craig. Well, I thought I might speed things up a little bit. I know the password. <laughs> ah, now that that's dealt with, 
Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Chikover, and Ryan DiGiorgi. This one edited by Garrett Schultz. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Allard Laban. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at HelloFromTheMagicTavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thanks to Earwolf. Trisha, meet me in the purple room. We're going to celebrate. Okay. Uh, do you want me to bring my chair? Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.